Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info. Man, what a great weekend in sports. Last week on Thursday, we had the NFL draft. And wow, are the Boston Celtics for real? Are they really, really for real? And man, if, if we're going to look at the Golden State Warriors get those that kind of home cooking at home for, from the referees, the Houston Rockets and James Harden have no choice, they have no chance. They don't have a chance. But hey, we got somebody that knows a little bit more about basketball than I do. We got Anthony on the line. Anthony, what's going on? You got it, Darrell. What's happening? Great to man, be on your show, man. Hey, man, thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for coming back on the show. We haven't heard from you in a while, but thanks for being a part of Hey, Anthony, who do you, what do you think is going to happen with this NBA playoff? Do you think we're going to get a three-peat from uh, the Golden State Warriors? Do you think um, um, James Harden and, 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 and Chris Paul can pull something out of their hat and beat the State Warriors? Or maybe from the other side, or, or the Portland Trailblazers, or the um, Denver Nuggets, one of them going to come from the West and uh, and challenge whoever comes from that other side out of Houston and Golden State. What you think going to happen? Like Ric Flair used to say, to be the man, you got to beat the man. So, in other words, the Golden State Warriors, you know they always have home cooking when they're playing in Golden State, man. And I don't think uh, Chris Paul or James Harden got a chance playing there. But if they play them at their home spot, they got a pretty much chance of getting an uptime, uh, you know, match with each other. But right now, playing in Golden State, they have no chance. Not with those referees and the calls that they got yesterday. It was awful. It was awful. I mean, it, I, it was a number of times that guys were just really running up under James Harden after he made a three-point attempt. And, you know, they, the referees made a big issue about that this season you cannot run up on that guy with your feet up under him and bumping into him while he's taking a three-point shot and coming down from attempting a three-point shot and they just seem to not make an effort to call that yesterday and i understand that the, the defense the referees are calling things a little different in the playoffs and we've seen that for many years i mean you, it's more physical that's 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 for sure. But I think that's kind of a dangerous move when we see these guys stepping up under a three-point shooter or a jump shot, a jump shooter. Uh, when that when that happened, it's just it's kind of scary. Yes, it is. You remember last year when um, the Spurs was playing uh, and they uh, went up under uh, Leonard, uh, uh, what is his name, uh, uh, Bogut, and that yeah. took him out, man. And like you say, that's a dangerous move. Uh, when you do something like that, man, it, it's it's awful that you uh do that and stuff, man. Because like you say, when you don't get them guys enough room to come down, you can bury, sell them into those guys for life, man. So I don't know what the referees doing now, man. They say one thing and then they turn around and do the opposite of what they say they're not going to do. So the refereeing in the NBA is getting real, you know, bad, man. And I think my opinion. 
that um, sometimes they may be getting a little money put up on the table, man. <laughs> That's just my opinion. <laughs> now, Anthony, we, 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 could, we could say that about the, uh, I think it was the NFC, NFC Championship game when the um, New Orleans Saints were, was playing um, the Rams. Now, the Rams. that was an obvious pass interference. However, yes, I don't think the NFL wanted the New Orleans Saints to go to uh, Atlanta and play in the Super Bowl. That just wasn't a big money move for that for the NFL. No. So hey, we no. didn't see that game. We saw the Rams go and and right. almost beat uh, almost beat the um the Patriots. But I think that's what the NFL wanted. And and sometimes we see these things happening, man. I I would hope to think that. Houston, the city of Houston, one of the largest cities in America, one of the one of the biggest markets in television in America. I hope that this is not the case with them because, you know, Golden State just has, you know, they got Steph Curry and and and, um, and Kevin Durant, but their market is not bigger than Houston. So I don't see where that would make a difference. Um, however, you just never know what's going to happen with that. Now, let me ask you another question on 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 the on the eastern side, man. Kawhi Leonard, he looked a little. Uh, you know, I've always wondered why they why they brag on this guy Kawhi Leonard so much. What has he done so much? I remember him. You know, when he was playing with with uh, with the Spurs, he was a smooth, silky shooter and got a shot whenever he wanted. But when you took a when I took a look at him the other night against the Sixers. Man, this cat really, really looked a little bit of Jordan-esque from time to time where he got into that mid-range jump shot and got it how he wanted it. Man, he's one of the top mid-range shooters it is in the NBA, man. Kawhi Leonard is a beast mode, man. This guy can do anything he want to do, and ain't nobody stopping him. If you look back that year... When they did play the Warriors, he had Kevin Durant on lock. And I feel like that was the move they made. Hey, man, we get rid of this guy. We can do what we want to do to the Spurs. And that's exactly what happened. I said it was uh, Bogut, but it was Zaza. That's who really injured him that right, year. They played against them, man. And, I mean, it was awful when they did it and everything, man. But that uh, Leonard guy, man, he's a real deal. And I, when I seen him play the Maggots and how he destroyed us, and, and the Maggots, my team, man, but Leonard put on a show, man. I mean, this guy is, like you said, he's smooth. He don't talk. He don't brag or nothing. He just let his game speak for itself. And right now, man, this guy is dominating whoever they put on him, man. He, he, I mean, he destroyed the 76ers. They tried to put Butler on him. Butler's too small. Then they wanted to try to put Simmons on him. Cause he was a little big, but he destroyed Simmons too. Simmons wasn't strong enough. This guy Leonard is a beast, and and man, right now I don't see nobody stopping that guy, man. And and if he keep playing like he playing now, the Seven Six is gonna be home and might not win a game. I I can, I can see that, man. And I'm telling you, this cat scored forty five points, played thirty eight minutes, sixteen or twenty three uh, field goals. And then he he was um, three or seven from the three point line, and ten of eleven from the free throw line. You know this this is this guy's a real professional man. And then the, with the, the thing with Kawhi Leonard is 
he might be gone after this year. You know, he's he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season, and he can right. easily be with the Clippers or New York or um, uh, who knows, maybe even the Lakers. Right, right. And and when I watched that game, man, you know, Dre was at that game, man, and um, and they filmed in on you know on Drake, and Drake told uh, Leonard, man. They can't stop you, man. And he that was a proven fact, man. They couldn't stop that guy. That guy is the real deal, man. Inside, outside, whatever you name, he's doing it, man. And and, and the position wise, he can he, he can play all the spots too, man. So it, that guy's you know, he's unbelievable, man, but he's a he's the real deal, man. And when uh, Spurs traded him to the Raptors, man, you know, I was like, Wow, man, they, they got them a real guy that can really play this game and understand this game. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was a trade for DeRozan, you know, but you could tell that the Raptors really got the better end of that deal. And, you know, I don't think this, I don't think the Spurs thought they could sign Kawhi Leonard to a long-term deal. And I don't blame Kawhi Leonard for maybe possibly looking for a bigger market. You know, uh, Toronto is a big market because, hey, it's the only NF- NBA team we have in the whole country. However... Um, when he want, when he's looking at markets, I'm sure he's looking at something like the, after he's from California, maybe the L.A. market or the New York market or um, maybe even the New Jersey, um, the, New, the New Jersey team. So, but yeah. I think this kid Pascal Siakam, man, is 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 really uh, the help that Kawhi Leonard may need. Because, you know, uh, we all know Lowry, man. Lowry is, is on, off. He might hit 40 one night. Next night, he hit, he might hit three. So, but this dude, Pascal Siakam, I mean, he, this young man, 6'9", 230 pounds, he, he, he's played some good ball in, in these playoffs. Yeah, man, he, he's been balling, too. I've been checking him out, too, man. And, and him and Kawhi Leonard together, man, they're beasts, man, and... and when I looked at, uh, when, like I said, when I looked back when they was playing Orlando, man, Orlando didn't have an answer for that guy either. So, Mark, man, he, this guy is the real deal as well, man. He played inside and out, man, and they have no matchup for him, man. And, and, and the guy, him and Leonard together, man, they putting together a duel that, man, it, it's going to be hard to match up with either one of those guys, man. Yeah, you're right. And when we look at, when you look at the scoring in this game, uh, Siakam had 29 points. Leonard had 45 points. Gazal had eight points. And here it is with Lowry. You know what I mean? This cat didn't bust double figures. He had nine points. Now, he, he was pretty wow. active in the game, but, but he is a, he's an all-star. You expect a little bit more from him than nine points in such a big game like that. So he's so unpredictable that it's just kind of scary what he's going to give you night in and night out. Now, hey, what you think of? What you think about this dude? Is this dude out in um in in Milwaukee? You know the Greek freak. You know this young man had the best record, and the Milwaukee Bucks came in came in with the best record in the league. However, are they gonna be able to to do anything with this best record in the league? You know, are are, are we gonna see? Are we gonna see this team just not? I don't, I don't want to say falter. But are we going to see this team just not show the experience it takes to go to the next level in the NBA playoffs? Because we know that Kawhi Leonard, not Kawhi Leonard, but we know that um, uh, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie, 
he he's been there already, you know. And this team, Correct. this Boston Celtics team, was close last year. Hartford, he's been there, you know. Um, so I, I I just really think that the experience of the Boston Celtics is and, and Kyrie Irving is going to really make a a big difference in this in this in this series. And it wouldn't surprise me if Boston swept them. No, it wouldn't be a surprise, man, because if you look at it, man, they don't have an answer for uh, Irvin at all. Man, that guy's the real deal, man. And matter of fact, Irvin is one of the top ball handlers in the NBA, man, and he's putting on a show. And when it comes to uh, the Milwaukee Bucks trying to do what they need to do to try to beat him, man, you know they're missing one of their key guys, which is, is Brogdon. Uh, he's out with that injury, man, so that's really hurting them with the defense because, man, he's, he's one of the top defenses in the league as well. So that really kind of hurting them when um, they're trying to go with the, uh, these off-name brand guys that are playing and everything like that. Man, you know, there's not too many people that can really – handle or stay with Kyrie in the lead, man. The guy is so quick, man. And, and man, I mean, he can get to the basket with ease. If he can't get to the basket, he's pulling up on you, man. Kyrie is the real deal. That's why they call him the Drew. Yeah, Uncle Drew. Uncle <laughs> Drew. Hey, yes, and, sir. And, and, and this man gets gets his team involved, man. You know, Hartford, 20 points. Kyrie Irving, 26 points. Uh, Jay Brown, 19 points. Uh, Rozier, he had 11 points. Um, uh, uh, Haywood, 13 points. They really spread the ball around, and they and they, they nobody's really selfish on this team. So it, it, it wouldn't surprise me to see this Celtic team and the lack of experience that the Bucks have. They could get swept in this in this series, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. They can get swept, man. And and pretty much, man, I'm looking at them meeting with uh the Raptors, man, and 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 at the end of the day, I still think Boston will pull it out because of the experienced players that they have on their team along with Irvin, because like you saying, man, Lowry, man, this guy you was named uh, NBA All-Star, man, and you, you can't even put up 15 points or 10 points, man. That don't make sense, man. Be, be, believe it or not, uh, the Raptors uh, traded the wrong person. They ought have traded Lowry before I traded Rozier. I mean, uh, your boy. Yeah, DeRozan. DeRozan, yes. I would have traded, you know, that, that, you know I watched uh, Lowry when they played against... Uh, Orlando, you don't score not one point, and you're an yeah. NBA All-Star? Now, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And then he seems to really go on a serious drought in the playoffs, though. You know, of course. Every, yeah. year, every, every time that's he makes a playoff, he do that. He does yeah. that. Every time. Yep. Hey, before we get out of here, Anthony, you know, there's one more game out there, man. And, um, you know, the Portland Trailblazers has all, almost been like the stepchild of the NBA for a while now. And then the go- the Denver Nuggets have been a stepchild of the NBA pretty much since, um, since, since like the 70s when they had Alex English there. But I just, you know, can either one of these teams match up 
with either one of those teams on the other side of the West, and I'm talking about the uh, Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. Whoever comes out of this, and I, I really think that um, I think the Portland Trailblazers are going to come out of this because of the experience they have in their backcourt. I just think that's that's going to be the the, um, the difference in, in in this series is the experience of Portland in the backcourt. I think the same thing with uh with Lillard, man, because this guy and with McCullen, man, these these two are a double threat, man, and and if you don't put nobody on. A uh, real defensive player on Lillard, man. Uh, somebody gonna be in trouble, man, because that team playing at a high uh, level right now. Even though they got the center cancer, uh, he's a maybe a questionable about playing, man. But if they play like they played against the Thunder, man, Nuggets don't have a chance. I, I would agree with you. And Anthony, before we let you get out of here, man, we got two minutes before we go on this break. Hey, my opinion, and I've said this on the show a couple of times, LeBron James will never, ever go to the NBA playoffs again. LeBron James is turned into Hollywood. Foot basketball is just kind of, almost going to be like a just a little bit less important to him than it has been in the past. And I don't see him going to the playoffs no more. And I know the NBA needs him to go to the playoffs, but from what we're going to see this year and these young cats coming up in, the, in this year's playoffs in the NBA, LeBron James' career could be over, man, in the NBA playoffs. How you feel? Hey, man, I feel the same way you, with how you just broke it down, man, because he's not getting the, you know, the big-time players to come play with him, man. And so this is what showed me something about um, you know how much pull he got. You know that he's making that Space Jam movie, right? So yeah. he called the Greek freak up and asked him about being it. He turned him down. So that yeah. that showed me, man, you don't have the pull like you got, man, like you think you have, and everything. Yeah. Then you go to Lakers and start to try to, you know, to build that up. But that was a movie deal, man. That was a movie deal move. That's what he did that for. It wasn't about basketball. It was about making movies and getting up there and that big publicity, man, and stuff like that. Like you said, man, I think his uh, playoff uh, run is over. If they don't get no top players to come to L.A. with him, his days of going to the playoff and making it to the Final Four, I mean, you know, is over. Is, he's done. We got a quick we got a commercial we gotta take, but brother, thanks for coming Okay, on my brother. Let's talk it. about it again. We hear every week. Call us next week. Hey guys, we gotta take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we'll talk more sports information. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? 
It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game score sheet sells for $214,000. You know, I was just thinking the other day that America really has a lot of money. I mean, our country is, is loaded, man. I mean, it, we're, we're just, all you got to do is ride, ride through Chick-fil-A one day and see how many people are in line. And then you go to some other countries like Jamaica or Haiti and you see, man, my goodness, they don't even have a Chick-fil-A. But it's unbelievable for someone to pay $214,000 for Wilt Chamberlain's official 100-point score sheet. Man, that is, that is, that is, that is, that is, that is unbelievable, you know. You know, man, and, and and then the thought that you know, we have some people in our in our country that really can't barely um can 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 barely keep their lights on, but yet still we have people that could pay two hundred fourteen thousand for a score sheet. That's that's incredible. That really is incredible. But hey, like I said before, don't hate the player, hate the game. We living in this game called America, land of the free. Got to get what you can, why you can, and in any way you can. And I don't mean it. Then you know, don't go out there robbing people. That's not what I'm talking about. Hey, we're gonna talk a little bit about this NFL draft. You know, and you know, a lot of people were very surprised, and I I was a little surprised myself when um, when the Arizona Cardinals took Kyler Murray. I was a little surprised, and you know, and we had to know that they were going to get rid of. Um, they were going to get rid of uh, of, of uh, Rosen. You know, it's just it's, they had no choice. They had to get rid of um, of um, of Josh Rosen, and they had to get rid of Josh Rosen because they couldn't have two quarterbacks, two two first round quarterbacks. Um, on their on on their team, I mean back to back, one drafted in in eight, 2018, one drafted in 2019, and both of them are on your roster. Now that just made no sense at all, and and it wasn't going to happen. Now the question is, you know, how well will Josh Rosen do with the Miami Dolphins? You know, he was traded to the Miami Dolphins, and Miami desperately needs a quarterback. You know, they have Ryan Fitzpatrick, and we know Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's definitely good for three games early in the season. Now, but around the third, around the third or fourth game, Josh Rosen, you need to be ready because Ryan Fitzpatrick can get you off to a fast start, 
but we all know he comes to a screeching halt pretty quick. So, um, Josh Rosen, um, it's going to be interesting to see if the if the um, the Cardinals made the right move, or Josh Rosen, are you going to prove them wrong and say, hey, they definitely made a bad move getting rid of me. You know, I was I was first-round worthy when I was drafted in 2018. I played on a bad team in Arizona. We couldn't run the ball. We couldn't throw the ball. Um, we couldn't even fumble the ball good. So I really think that Josh Rosen now has an opportunity to have a fresh start and the Miami Dolphins literally didn't pay anything for him because he's still working on a rookie contract. So Josh Rosen has a shot to really open some eyes up. The Miami Dolphins are not a bad team. I mean, they have some players and they have a new coach. Um, I think it should be really wide open for him. Uh, I think they're going to bring him on slowly. I don't think I, I, I really think, hey. Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, this guy's good for three games early in the season, so we know who's going to start the season for the Miami Dolphins, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. But now, the question, how well will Kyler Murray play his rookie season in the NFL? Will he, will he be a bust? Will, be, will he be worse than Josh Rosen was last year? Um, I'm not sure. You know, but but it's going to be interesting to see. Will will that t- will Josh Rosen be worse than uh, will will Kyler Murray do better than his predecessor Josh Rosen for the Cardinals? That's, hey, and if he does, that'd be great. But boy, if he doesn't, <clears throat> heads will roll. Heads will roll. I mean, it, it, I, I, I hope and pray that Kyler Murray uh, Kyler does well. Now, this pick, the San Francisco 49ers took Nick Bosa. I don't think he's going to work out. I, I just don't think he's going to work out. He's young. He's 21 years old. Um, he's, 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 he, he's 273 pounds. Uh, I just don't think he's going to, to work out. And he comes, he comes to the NFL, um, you know, not, not to say this is a bad thing, but he comes to the NFL being a, a Trump supporter. Uh, and now he, you know, he's kind of back, you know, backsliding a little bit on that Trump supporting thing. But, you know, how does that thing go? Say it and forget it. Write it and regret it. Apparently he has some posts out there, something about, you know, whatever. But I think that could, that, that could hurt him. Because it's an old say, I, I, I never forget this guy says he was Muhammad Ali's son. And, um, and he lived in Brooklyn, New York. And Muhammad Ali has some kids outside of his marriage or whatever. But he lives in Brooklyn, New York. And he said, being Muhammad Ali's son, he had to fight every day because people want to see how good his hands were. Now, Nick Bosa coming out with these kind of comments, this stuff just add, adds stuff to the bulletin board. And now people are going to play you a little bit harder, even in practice, than, than they ever did. Maybe it'll make you better. But let's just hope they, they keep it on the up and up. No cheap shots on Nick Bosa. He don't deserve that. Hey, we got Pete on the line. Pete, what's going on, buddy? What's up, knockdown? Hey, man, I'm loving this life. What's going on with you, buddy? 
man, on Jack, man. I love my Jags that they dropped the ball on on that young man, Tariq, uh, 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 Jackson. Um, you UAB, talking about uh, Josh, Josh yeah, Allen? Man. No, no, talking about Jack, the quarterback that was from the U, uh, UB. I think it's AB. Yeah. Uh-huh. Quarterback 6'7", 245 pounds. They ain't draft him, but you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. He's at, he in, he at Buffalo now, but he has an arm. He was in the senior bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember the So, So how you feeling about the Jaguars um, draft? You know, they got that offensive lineman out of, out of, out of uh, University of Florida, offensive tackle. <laughs> Uh, Jawan Taylor. Yeah. You know, a lot of people thought he was going to go early in the first round, and he he ended up going, you know, the thirty fifth player in the second round. Well, thirty fourth, thirty fourth. But uh, <laughs> you know it. You know how it, how it is, Daryl. You know you you've been in college. You know how you know what I'm saying. How you can get your name can be one day be like uh, on top of the world, and then the next day. Somebody put a, a, you know, a word against you, and oh man, your stock dropped. So we you know, saw it happen to Warren Sapp, one of the greatest defensive linemen yeah, yeah. in the history of the uh, NFL. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sir. And, and and he's yeah. just one example that we've saw this happen to. Yeah. Yep. And now he just has to play his way back up there, man. You know, and I think he still yeah. got a shot. This kid, Jawan Taylor, from the University of Florida. Yeah, he can use that as a chip on his shoulder. I'm, I'm hoping that he is, is up to the task of, you know, being a good player. Because, you know, I mean, the Jaguars have ran into a lot of Gators that really don't drop the ball on them. We yeah. just picked up one last year. I mean, Taven Bryant. And, I mean, he hasn't done really not a lot. You know what I'm saying? And yep. that Josh Allen. Oh man, that Josh Allen is <laughs> oh my god. Now he is he is a storm trooper. He's gonna be something else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we talk about Marines, but I think the Marines have landed for the Jaguars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hear you, Pete. We don't, I hear you, buddy. We don't pick yep. up some good ones. I mean yeah. I, I would have it would have been great to have a backup quarterback. I like the guy from Washington. Hey, I like that young kid. You know what I'm saying? He ain't just playing a yard. But I'm just saying, you 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 get to something, you know, a tall uh, young man that was, he said, you know, he was like about 5'9 when he first got to the college. And overnight, he, he went from 5'9 to 6'7. I mean, really? Over the summer, he said. So yeah. that then, and then, then the young man, you know, he was, it was, it was Ever since he became a quarterback, he has done better. It's, it's not like he's he's dropped off. He's got better and better. So that's what you're looking for. I mean, Tom Brady, they picked him in the fifth round. You know what I'm saying? And look at him now. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, and I tell you, really, man, I really think um, – I think the quarterback that they have now, he's gonna be he's gonna be a difference maker. I I, I just really think 
that um, Nick Foles is going to be a difference maker. Uh, he, he's shown in the past that he's a Super Bowl champion quarterback. And if he can bring some of that winning winning attitude and winning spirit and that, that calmness that he has, too, though. He doesn't ever seem to get yeah. rattled or get shaken very much. But I really like Nick Foles. Hey, Pete, thanks for calling, man. Hey, we appreciate okay, it. Don't wait, get hey, one, one more thing, Darrell. Hey, Go ahead. Because uh, Josh Oliver... <laughs> If, if he can't do nothing with Josh Oliver, then hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he's running to a great tight end. So, yeah. hey, we can I, see. I, I somebody right picked now. up my cousin, Josh, Josh Oliver, the Jaguar. Yeah, that tight yeah end. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, he put some, uh, some of your sound on, on the team, huh? <laughs> hey, all right, Pete. Thanks for calling, man. Don't give us, don't be a stranger. Give us a call next week. We here every Monday night hey, on Sports Central. You know we it. went. We appreciate you know it. it. Hey, man, we appreciate Pete calling and giving us an update on what's happening over there in Jacksonville. Those Jaguars are, you know, I I really thought the Jaguars were going to make a turn when Tom Coughlin came back. And now, you know, Tom Coughlin has has had to have a little time back, too, though, you know. So I don't think we should be – I don't think I should be so quick to um, to say that the Jaguars are not moving in the right direction. I think they could be moving in the right direction. One main reason is finally they have a quarterback. And, and I believe in Nick Foles. You know, I, this guy won a Super Bowl. You know, if you won a Super Bowl, you, you, you get a lot of uh, – a lot of praise from me, you know, and, and I, like I said earlier, you know, his, um, like I said earlier, his, his, um, his poise on the team in the pocket is, is really what a team like the Jaguars need because you, you know, the Jaguars seem to be more of a, a rah, 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 rah team. And, and that's not what it takes to win in the NFL. I think you got to be smart. I think you have to be in control and I heard Bobby Bowden say it best. He said he wanted his players to be so aggressive until they're almost out of control. Almost out of control. I mean, you got to be in control at all times. And I think sometimes the Jaguars defense, I think they've kind of, they lost lost control a few times. Hey, I think we got Red on the line. Red, what's going on? Oh, sorry. Hey, hey, we can't understand him. <laughs> hey, we good, Josh. Hey, but anyway, um, let's get back with this NFL draft. You know, um, one of the one of the best moves I think in the NFL draft is um, the Jets took this guy, um, Quinnen Williams. Quinnen Williams, and he's a he's a defensive tackle inside um, from Alabama. Outland Trophy winner. I really thought, I really think this kid might be one of uh, one. This kid might be one of the best players in the from the 2019 draft this upcoming season. I mean, I think he might be more impactful. He'll he'll be more impactful than Bosa. And if Kyler Murray is, can't live up to what we want and what he's expected to live up. Quentin Williams will be more impactful than Kyler Murray. Now, um, this kid Pharrell out of out of Clemson, the Raiders took him with their first pick. Now it was 
it was, um, I think, three um, defensive linemen taken from Clemson in the first round. Uh, uh, Christian Wilkins and the other kid. Uh, oh, man, what is his name? Um, Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence is a kid that was suspended for the bowl game. He couldn't play because um, he, he couldn't play because he had, um, I guess it, they found some kind of substance in his body, uh, PEDs or whatever. But he was still drafted, number 17, by the New York Giants. He will be an impactful player right away in the NFL. Um, Kristen Wilkins, number 13. I think he'll be an impactful player as well. Now, um, Ed Oliver, we talked about him earlier. Um, this kid is a defensive tackle out of Houston. I really think he's going to be an impactful player. Um, Buffalo took him with the ninth pick overall. I think he's going to make a big impact right away. Now, I really, really, really am concerned when I saw the New York Giants take Daniel Jones, quarterback out of Duke. This this guy wasn't good at Duke. I mean, really. I just don't I don't I, this is a big stretch when they could have taken a lot of really good players. They could have taken Ed Oliver. Uh, uh, probably a prolific Pro Bowl defensive tackle, I think. Um I just don't um they could have took Jonah Williams, offensive tackle out of Alabama. But that would have looked better than to take this guy, Daniel Jones, out of Duke with the sixth pick at quarterback. Didn't see it, don't understand it, and still shaking my head. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we'll talk to Damon about the NFL draft and a little bit about this NBA playoffs. We'll be right back after these messages. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside the minds of the players and coaches? We talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college sports. We'll review and preview this week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info. You know, I love that music, that intro, man. I have to tell I tell my homeboy Vic, thanks all the time, man. He, he really did a jam-up job with that intro music. Hey, we got Damon on the line. Damon, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going, Daryl? Hey, man. Loving life, man. What, is it, what did you think about the NFL draft? Did, um, did your team get anybody that, that you liked or you think they should have made a different move? What's happening? Oh, I, I actually, uh, I didn't think they did too bad, but um, the little running back that they got, uh, he seemed like a, a stand-up guy, and he, he produces numbers. But it, it remains to be seen, but I noticed today that uh, they picked up Carson Wentz's fifth-year uh, fifth option, and he's holding, them, you know, space for the uh, salary cap. But we also got... Um, I guess uh, Long, he's contemplating uh, whether he want to continue or not. But right. he remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. This that guy Miles Sanders, the running back, running back out of Penn State. Yeah, you know he only had really one one season because Saquon Barkley was there the year before that, though. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like a running back. Yeah, Philly took him with their second pick, and um, and uh, you talking about Philadelphia, right? Yeah, 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 yep. And they took offensive lineman out of Washington, um, Andre Dillard, um, with their first pick. And and Carson Wentz needs some protection now. He really he really does, especially no with doubt. Nick Foles gone. They got to protect him a lot better, man. You know, they don't have that that cushion of of, of a of one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league to throw in the game now. You know, they got to protect this quarterback. They really do. And he's their franchise. Well, I mean, it's all or nothing because uh, they drafted him high to produce. Now it's time to produce. He was producing last year. I don't want to take nothing away from it. But, you know, injuries happen. They do happen. But he... uh. He would have won MVP. It's just just, uh, that freak accident. Let me ask you a question. You know, we've had a lot of bickering about um, about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in the offseason, talking about what a diva he was and how hard he was to play with and this and that. Well, you know... um, 
the the Packers actually had two uh, first round picks, and both of them they used on defense. How you feel about that? How do you think Aaron Rodgers is going is going to feel about them not even going out and getting a wide receiver, a running back, or, or offensive lineman, a tight end? They didn't get him any help. Well, even Jordan Nelson tried to come back. And uh, he, he was trying to reach out to him. But they they did lose a lot of, a lot of uh, defensive guys. Uh, Clinton Dix, he signed with somebody. He's no longer there. Uh, one guy had to retire. He had neck injuries. But they had to show up that too. But like I say, he got no weapons on offense. Yeah, and, and you know, and he, he, how how is that going to affect him? It's going to be real interesting to see um, how how Aaron Rodgers and his new coach get along this season coming up. It's going to be very interesting to see to see how how that all works out. You know, um, but you know when they when they break down the NFL draft, the number one position in the NFL draft. What what position do you think was the number one position in the NFL draft? Well, this this year? Yeah. Um, I, I want to say uh, running back. Out of the 254 players selected in the NFL draft, the cornerback position was the most filled position in the NFL draft. They had 32 cornerbacks drafted in this year's NFL draft, and uh, oh. the second and the second position is is not running back. It, it actually is um, linebacker, and the position after that would be wide receiver, and after that it would be um, defensive ends, and then running back. So running back is the fifth position taken. And when we look at this, two positions on, on offense are taken high, and that would be we're taking the most wide receiver at 28 and one and running back at 25. Defensive ends, 26, cornerbacks, 32, and linebackers, 31. Yeah, so you know, we, we still it's it's still a um a defensive driven league. You know, and I guess maybe they look at, at some of these positions that they could they could almost pick up later on down the line. You know, um, defensive tackle is a position that 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 the only twenty one defensive tackles were drafted in this year's NFL draft. What about offensive linemen? Uh, offensive tackles, twenty three offensive tackles, offensive guards, twelve. And um, centers, only five centers drafted in this year's draft. Place kickers, only two. I've seen a couple of fullbacks that were drafted, but they're very, very uh, seldom you use a fullback. I mean, depending on what offense you're using. I mean, nobody really uses a fullback. Yeah, and they don't really even say fullbacks anymore. Um, they just say um, running back. And they use that tight end position and in the backfield quite a bit now. You know, so tight end and fullback, they almost sort of like the same position in some cases. Yeah, but 11 quarterbacks were drafted and 16 tight ends. You would never think that it'd be more tight ends drafted than quarterbacks. 
Well, in but tight ends, in some cases, we play two of them at a time, and we can never, we're always only going to play one quarterback at a time. Yeah, um, also, um, the special teamers, they had a, a running back out of, out of uh, University of Miami, and he, he they were saying how he can shine on special teams because he was just mauling people down the, uh, down the, uh, down the field. Like, uh, he, he, he mauled Reedy Williams. That was a high prospect for Cleveland, but he just mauled him when he went down the field. So that's that's a uh, some some of those guys like that they get to start them. Um, but there's one person I want to throw out. He's a local product here. Um, is Marcel Williams? He played for uh, uh, Marshall, and he, he's a special guy, man. I've seen him. I've seen him come up from the Pop Warner League, even to Marshall. If 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 you guys do a special uh for a uh, special teams spot, I'll be happy, man. Right. But I just want to throw him out there. He was not hey. it, but you know, I'm still still on the, it's still happening. And and you know what, man? Um, you know it it it's a lot of guys have made have had a very successful career. And, and never were drafted. They signed free agent contract. So, you know, um, and, and things are really kind of crazy sometimes when we, when we start looking at, um, at the way things happen in the NFL draft. This guy, Gerald Willis, our top defensive player from the University of Miami, everybody thought he was going to be uh, the first player taken out of um, – out of out of Miami, however, however, it didn't happen like that, you know, and 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 so he didn't get drafted at all, you know. So here it is, he's he's now going to be a free agent, and he's probably going to end up making a team. I'm, I'm almost sure he's going to make somebody's team, and maybe a practice squad for a little while, but he's going to make somebody's team. Well, uh, uh, Elijah Holyfield from Georgia, they they hired him up to go uh, into the NFL. He was, I think he was a junior, but it, it was saying for him to wait to come out next year, but it was that uh, pressure to go out this year. Now, he, he was undrafted. Somebody picked him up, though, uh, for the team to play. But he went for value. But those are the uh, guys that have to prove themselves and, you know, make believers out of non-believers. Exactly. And, and, and it happens all the time, man. You know, and, and the guy down in Miami who thought would probably be a free agent, um, uh, Shadrick Redwine, he was, he was the first player taken from the University of Miami. And so, hey, you just never know how these things work out. We just never know, you know. And and um, hey, here he is. But he's he was the first person taken in in, in the NFL draft from the Hurricanes. Yeah. Well, some somebody saw something in the uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Damon. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. About to get out of here, you know. But before we get out of here, Damon, 
I want I want to talk a little bit about this NBA playoffs, man. You know, um, um, O. Embiid, Joel Embiid, he talk a lot of smack. You know, he's the he's the process or whatever they call him, but you know, he really, really got it taken to him the other day by Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors. I don't know if Embiid, you know, he talk a lot of smack. You know, when you talk a lot of smack, people look at you a lot, bring a lot of attention to you. So I'm just really, really, really concerned about where he's going to go with this, with this, all this talk he does. He's selling wolf tickets. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, so who you like in the NBA playoffs? Right now, I, I, I had... I haven't been able to follow it, but uh, it's up in there right now, believe it or not. But I, I was watching some of the Houston Rockets and uh, go to the Warriors game. That's that's Diva. had Diva written all over it. Everybody won't foul and didn't get fouled, but they deserved a foul, but they didn't get it. Right. But, um, I, I, don't, I don't want that game. I'm, I'm looking at, I want to see how the Celtics go because uh, – they're doing it with Kyrie Irving. They did well with him. But they do better without it. So, I want to be know, serious. We, we, that's yet to be seen, you know, because when we look at the Celtics this year with Kyrie Irving, you know how many mm-hmm. playoff games they've lost so far? None. I mean, they haven't lost a playoff game with Kyrie Irving this year. So, you know, I, I'd have to say, um, you know, the, the Celtics are probably a, a favorite to come out of the East. And and one thing is because they did so well last year without Kyrie Irving. So now with him, and hey, he is a he is a star in this league, they could they could do some things. They could they could really do some things. Um I really think they can do some things. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I'm not so sure what what I'm not so sure what a team like Portland can do coming out of the West, and I'm not so sure what a team like um, Denver Nuggets can do coming out of the West. I would really like to see um, see the um, the Houston Rockets come out of the West, just because I'm tired of seeing the Golden State Warriors. I don't want to see them three peat. I just don't want to see that. Give me somebody, and if they can't. If they come out of the West, give me somebody from the East that can whoop um, the Golden State Warriors. And that might be the Toronto Raptors. Hey, Damon, thanks for calling being part of the show, man. We got to get out of here. It's almost 8 o'clock. It's almost time for the NBA playoffs. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me. Hey, it's always good, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night, Damon. No problem. Peace, brother. Hey, guys, thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for all of our callers that called in. And, hey, and thank you for listening and being a part of this great Sports Info show. We'll be back next week with a little bit more of Sports Info. Peace! Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.